Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Hey, Spotify people, not that you can hear this if you're trying to listen on Spotify, but anybody that was using Spotify, for some reason they changed the audio upload format. So Michelle Cruz from uh, Media Garden, which if you need any help with your social media, reels, videos, uh, pictures, whatever. Uh, hit her up. She's a beast. She has done all of my social media for me, created my websites for me, all my videos, everything that you see from TikTok to the Russin Financial website to the Obsidian Consulting. All of that is Michelle at Media Garden. So hit me up uh, if you're listening and you need somebody to handle your social media for your business or whatever it may be. Uh, you want a cool video made or a reel made or prices are super, super reasonable uh, compared to most other companies and the quality's through the roof. So um, shout out Michelle, but she's working on that <clears throat> for me. So uh, I should have that fixed here soon. So I apologize in the meantime. So just, you know, use the uh, Apple podcast app, uh, Podbean, or you could always go to my website. Uh, I believe it's obsidianconsulting.com slash podcast and you can find it there anyways let's rock and roll what I wanted to talk to you guys about today is and we've touched on this subject a couple of times in regards to your potential but I want to go into more depth reaching your full potential is like climbing a really slippery, complicated mountain. Or, you know, I uh, was watching this video on those those rock, you know, those rock climbing walls. Like people will get like a third up the wall and then they fall down. And then you'll watch them, they'll get like, you know, two thirds up the wall and then they fall. And then they finally make it all the way. But it takes attempt after attempt after attempt after attempt. And sometimes you get a little bit farther than you did last time. And sometimes you make a mistake earlier and fall off sooner. Instead of getting a third of the way up, you only get a fourth of the way up before you fall off. But the, the, the metaphor, the analogy that I'm trying to draw here is that reaching your full potential, you're going to make progress and fall off. You're going to make progress and fall off. You're going to make progress and fall off. But each time, over a long enough timeline, you're going to get further and further and further up the side of that mountain, right? Because what happens is, is you start to learn the landscape. You start to develop a path. You start to develop habits and routines. This is why if you're committing, if please, if you need help, it's $1,000 for a month for me to get your life on track. Please reach out to me. It's a thousand bucks and I promise you one month with me will change the rest of your life. Because the problem is, is that a lot of you try to get on new routines, new diets, new exercise plans, new blah, 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 and you do it for a week. And when you do it for a week and slip, it's so much hard. Like you haven't trodden down the snow enough in that path to be able to recognize it when you go back. Do you see what I'm saying to you? Like you haven't flattened out that path enough. Like if you're going through the woods and you're trying to make a trail, you want to walk that same spot every single day, every single day, every single day. The problem is, is that if you miss it for a week to two weeks, it grows back in. You can't even recognize where you were before. 
That's the problem with some of you. You get on this path, you start to beat it down a little bit, you're starting to get into a routine and a rhythm, and then, and then you, you fail a day, two days, and two days turns into three, and then a week, and then before you know it, you don't even know how, where, when, or like how to get back on track. This is why you need a coach or a mentor. Just think of me as your coach. I'm not even trying to plug a business right now. I'm just like, you guys hear the passion in my voice? I don't need your $1,000. You need me way, way more, I promise you, than I need your 1000 bucks. Why do I charge for it? So you have skin in the game and you take it seriously. Anytime I've done things for free for people, they just, they, <laughs> and they just don't stick to it. I should be charging 10000 for the month. It's 1000 You're too new at it to do it on your own. And don't, you don't need to hire me. Hire a coach. Hire anybody. Pay some money. Invest in your damn self. And pay somebody some money to get your butt on track. Just make sure whatever you're need, what you need help with, they've got a certain level of mastery in that area. Like, I feel very confident advising people on diet and exercise. You can look at my physique. You can look at the weight I push. I feel very confident advising people with money. I know how to make money. I feel very confident advising people in business. There, there are certain areas I would not feel confident teaching you how to dance. Because I, I look like a giant ogre with two left feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to go find somebody else. But there's certain things I feel like I could really, really help some of you with that you're just, you're, I'm telling you, the problem that you're, most of you are dealing with right now is that you take, you make this progress, but it's so early in your journey that a couple days or a week of being off the path, it disappears. And then you got to go back. You got to reconstruct it. Some, so like some of you need to remove thinking from the equation and a coach will do that. So just hire a coach. It doesn't have to be me. Hire a coach and stop waiting till the damn new year. There's no reason to wait till the new year. Oh, there's a canine unit in front of me. Hey, buddy. You can't see me, but I can see you. <laughs> Dude, I love dogs, man. Especially German Shepherds. I, you know, I'm just going to go out and say that German Shepherds are the best breed of dog. And I can provide so much evidence to substantiate that. I think in terms of a well-rounded you know, there are certain dogs that are better at herding. There are certain dogs that are better at whatever, tracking. Dude, a German Shepherd all around, I think, has the best average score of any dog. Of any dog, of any breed. German Shepherds are the best dogs on the planet. Like, I don't think I'll ever... I might pick up a Belgian at some point uh, when I've got way, way, way more land and way more time. But that's another thing. If you live in some dinky little apartment on no land, please do not get a high drive dog like a German Shepherd or a Belgian or something. Like, don't get these dogs. People get these dogs and they coop them up in the house all day and they wonder why they're psychos. Dude, it drives me insane. Some of these people in these, like how you're in a one bedroom apartment in Manhattan and you're gonna get a German Shepherd? You know, so don't get a German Shepherd. I think quality of life, 
No German Shepherd's going to have quality of life in a city. I think people that live in cities should be banned from earning certain owning certain dogs. That's that's the price you pay for living in a giant liberal cesspool. <laughs> you can't have German Shepherds. You can't have uh, Malinois. Malinois. Uh, you can't. There's certain dogs you just can't have. Dude, the Starbucks line is long today. But anyways, before we got off on the dog tangent. Let's go back to what we were saying before. People will start. This is why the gym is full in January and empty by February. Dude, it's empty now by the third week of January. People don't even last more than two weeks. Some people don't last more than two days. Unless you have somebody there holding you accountable. Accountability and discipline is a muscle. And most of you have no discipline muscle at all. None. Zilch. You need somebody, that person's like, you need somebody that's going to hold you accountable. You need somebody that's going to make you stick to your disciplines. Like, I'm at a point where I feel like right now I can pretty confidently say I don't need somebody in most areas to hold me, like, accountable because I'm pretty damn disciplined. You know what I mean? I don't need somebody breathing down my neck. I don't need somebody telling me when to get up, don't eat that, don't do this, don't, like, I'm... I, feel, I got it down, but this is 10 years, 11 years of practicing and maturing and cultivating discipline. So I got the discipline muscle. Most of you don't. This is why you need somebody. Like I had a coach in business for a very, very, very long time that was also a life coach, held me accountable. And I still seek coaching and mentorship. I'm not saying I'm so good. I'm not at all that I don't ever need coaching or advice or help or accountability. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying generally I don't. Generally, most of you do. Most of you do. So you got to, I ain't waiting in this line. This is crazy. We got to, we got, how many hours of my life do I have left? I'm going to sit here in this Starbucks line that's full of, you know, 87 people. I'll just stop and get a Red Bull or something like that crazy. You're all crazy. What are y'all doing here anyway? Shouldn't you be at work? Come on. People's windows. I'm literally yelling at people as I drive alongside them right now. Anyways, probably wondering the same thing. Why aren't you at work, Joker? I'm always at work. I'm at work right now. I'll be at work in 10 minutes. I'll be at work when I'm sleeping. I work when I, I work when I sleep. <laughs> so... You need a coach. You're not good enough to do it yourself yet, okay? Once you've done something consistently, like I feel like, um, you know, they say it takes 90 days or so, whatever. They, they change that metric every, you know, every book you read has a different measure. 90 days to create a habit. I think you need to be doing something for two years. Two years before it becomes a truly ingrained part of your lifestyle. Two years. Dos años. Not 90 days, not 60 days, not 72 and a half days with a, a side of mayonnaise. Alright, it's you gotta be doing this for two years. So most of you will need a coach for two years. You're not gonna get financially disciplined on your own. 
You're not going to get disciplined with your diet on your own. You're not going to get mentally disciplined on your own. You're not going to get spiritually disciplined on your own. I think the weakest part for me in my game, and I'll be the first one to say it, is my spiritual game. I'm way better than I was, but I still I make a lot of mistakes spiritually. I lose my temper. I fall into temptation. I make mistakes. I say things I shouldn't say. I don't control my tongue. I don't blah, blah, blah. So, like, I have somebody holding me accountable spiritually, and until... Like this, I'll probably have a spiritual coach for the rest of my existence on this planet, for sure. But you are not going to change your diet and stick to it without a coach. You're not going to change your physical routine without a coach. It's not going to happen. You can't do it. You can't. And hopefully this fires somebody up, me telling you you can't so that you go out and do it. Those people that are negatively motivated, which is a great thing, I'm that way. But most of you won't. So again, it doesn't have to be me. This isn't a whole episode of me plugging my services. Get anybody that has the results that you want and, and hire them as a coach. But you can't do it on your own. So making progress with your discipline, like I said, is, is climbing up a very slippery mountain. It's like a greased up mountain, man. You're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. But the good news is, is that the more ingrained, like the more you've been over that particular path, the easier it's going to be for you to identify where to go and get back on track right back to where you were before. And for some, like I still make mistakes, but it only takes me a day to maybe two days to get boom, right back on track. Some of you make mistakes and it's like, you're not back on track till the next new year. You know, I know I just struck a chord with somebody right there. Some of y'all get off your routines and you don't get back on your routine till the next new year. You need somebody to hold you accountable. And maybe it's not, I don't know, I wouldn't say use your spouse because typically, you know, when my wife listening to this, when we start eating bad, we do it together. When we start sleeping in, we do it together. So maybe not your spouse, but uh, somebody, you got to hire somebody. The other thing I wanted to talk about today with you is, and I talked about this, um, you know, briefly the other day in our tub talk, but investing into yourself. I think a cool exercise for some of you would be to look at your spending from 20, what year is it? 2022? At the end of this year, or this month, or you know, in December, kind of look back. You know, sit down, look at your budget, your finances. I hate that word for some reason. Budget. Ugh. So middle class. I grew up middle class. I'm not being a classist. I just hate. I hate that word. Um, maybe we should start a budget. Blech. Go make more money. Anyways, <laughs> so I think a good exercise would be to sit down. And ooh, we're going to talk about money right after this too. But uh, sit down and look at how much money did you invest in your in yourself this year? How much did you spend on booze, the club, eating out? How much did you spend on handbags and clothes? How much did you spend on Netflix and TV? And then go back and how much, how many books did you buy? 
How many seminars did you attend? How many mentors did you pay for an hour of coaching or two hours of coaching or an hour a week of coaching? How many personal trainers did you pay? How much did you spend on that? How much did you spend on like changing your diet? How much did you spend on R&D, research and development for yourself? Like how much money did you spend, I'm going to swear, on shit you do not need? And how much did you invest in yourself? And that's why you are where you are at the end of this year. You're at where you're at because of you. It's not the economy. It's not the president. You are where you're at because of you right now. It's until some of you get that through your skulls, you're going to be in the same spot next year. How much money did you invest in yourself? Oh, I can't eat healthy. How expensive it is. Give me... <laughs> Give me a hundred bucks. I could feed myself for two weeks. I guarantee it. I'll make a bunch of monster mash. Won't, yeah, dude. I'll eat. I'll eat eggs and ground beef and rice every day for two weeks straight, five times a day. I could do that on a hundred dollars. It's not. Exp- you gotta change the way you think and perceive things. You know what a paradigm is? It's like the way you view the world. It's like a it's like a pair of glasses that shade things around you. You gotta change your paradigm, your perspective, your outlook on things. How much money did you invest in yourself this year? In 2022, how many dollars did you spend on yourself? And if that's under a thousand, if it's, I would argue, this is going to blow some of your gourds right off your shoulders. If you're under 20% of what you earned on spending on yourself, you screwed up. You should tithe and donate 10%. Your expenses, I imagine, would chew up 50%. And let's not talk. This is after taxes, okay? Because <laughs> we all get just pillaged by our government every single day. 40% a year, 50% a year in taxes. And they want to raise it more so they could send another $10 billion to that absolute goof-tard in Ukraine. And, like, help kids in Pakistan mutilate their genitals. Transgender bullshit. Anyways... You should spend, I think you should be spending 20% of your disposable income on yourself. Oh God, where are we going to get that money from? Cancel Netflix. Cancel Showtime. Stop buying more knickknacks on Amazon and spend that money on books. Where are we going to get the money? I don't know where it's going to come from. And that's what I wanted to end on. I want to change the way you think about money. I still get stressed about it. I still, I still, but it doesn't last long. It doesn't, I'm telling you guys right now. I'm telling you right now, whether you have a million dollars in the bank, 500,000, 5,000 or zero, you are going to be stressed out about money. (laughs) Take it from me, man. I promise you. A million dollars is probably going to stress you out more than zero dollars. And I know the response to that is always like, oh, I'll take the million. Well, of course, we all would. I'm not saying you shouldn't get money. What I am saying is it's not going to make you any less stressed. I can promise you. I can promise you. I think I'm more stressed with you know, 500,000 in my account, 750,000 that I was when I had like negative $300. 
and I was like, you know, my wife were trying to, my wife and I were trying to decide, all right, we found 10 bucks in the dryer. Do we get a really cheap bottle of wine or McDonald's tonight? We either starve or we're sober. <laughs> True story. You know what I'm saying? Found 10 bucks in the dryer. I think I was happier then. You know what I mean? We talk about, her and I talk about the Erie, Pennsylvania days all the time. Like, dude, it was just so simple. You know, our biggest concern was things like that. You know, now there's taxes and the IRS and everybody wants to sue you to get your money. And, you know, you got this going on and this charity and this person needs a loan. And it's, dude, it stresses you out, man. It's more stressful now. But anyways, money is literally everywhere. Everywhere. Change. Some of you have such a limiting belief when it comes to money and I don't blame you because you're publicly educated just like I was but it's like we think that money only comes from our job dude there's money everywhere it's spilling out into the streets it's being printed by the millions daily there's money at the trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in circulation you know how long it takes to count to a million? I think it's like 37 days. And then to count to a billion, it's 37 years. That's the difference between a million and a billion, right? Now imagine the difference between a million and a trillion. Imagine that. The difference between a million and a trillion. I'm getting gas. The difference between a million and a trillion, right? Hold on. These guys are trying to get in here. Think about that difference. I want to pump gas because I'm just sitting at the... Uh... Where are you guys trying to go? Just go around the damn... Retards. Anyways, um, the difference between a million and a trillion is... Yeah, drive off. Absolutely. <laughs> the difference between a million and a trillion is ridiculous. So when you think about the difference between a million and a trillion... You're telling me that you can't go out and get a million dollars out of the trillions of dollars that are sitting out there right now? There's, there's money everywhere. And the way that you get it is you solve problems. You solve problems for people. So to finish today, I want you to think about ways that you can create money by solving problems for people. What problems out there, what skills do you have that could help you solve problems for people. All right, that's all I got. Let's get it. I love you guys. Peace.